My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. My brain's splitting off in so many different. My brain's splitting off in so many different directions that no one has the answers to. <laughs> my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. things upset me. What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? Questions that no one has the answer. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I talk about comic books that are sometimes in the X-Men universe. Uh, we are on X-Force 126 as we continue to talk about the Ecstatics series. Um, it's been kind of an interesting little time. We've got the, our, our, our team has a special mission, Gary. But, but before we do that, how you feeling, man? How you doing? Uh, you know, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a little bit of a headache. Okay. And uh, I've, I, I took something before we started recording. I'm hoping that it will work okay uh and i'm sleepy but that's just because it's before like 6 p.m you said took uh, something like so. you'd have done you were taking some illegal headache medicine like some some of the hard shit mm-hmm. like tylenol oh, 7 yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> like tylenol cosmic strength yes absolutely um, galaxy yeah. brain I, tylenol is what we're looking for <laughs> yeah to, to heal your your galaxy pain um yeah it's a uh you know, I, I have various medical conditions, so I can't take uh, all pain relievers. There's some that I can't take as they interfere. And uh, it's a bummer because all the best ones I can't take. Oh, yeah, that is a bummer. So, you know, so yeah, it's a, there's just one that I can take and it's shitty. Um, so I just end up like making up for it in bulk. Uh, so it's slowly working and then the coffee I'm working on is helping and stuff. Good. But I'm doing okay. I mean, I'm saying I'm like, I'm like a physical six and like a mental eight right now. Where I put myself. How about you? What are, what are your what are your stats? Um, let's see, wisdom like twelve. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I'm okay. Like I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I yeah. I think I mentioned in the last episode that I have a an oncoming birthday where I I turn I, I slip into another decade. So you have to start thinking about weird mm-hmm. medical stuff that you never thought about before. Yeah, man. And, uh, I, have, I haven't had it happen yet, but like you and I could like get together and talk about yeah. that whole thing. Days of future cast is going to get real time. fun in a couple of years, guys. <laughs> it's yeah. going to become the old <laughs> the, man the podcast. Prostate special. Like, Ooh. yeah. Uh, but yeah, like my, my doctor was like, do you want to do like a pre-exam? And I'm like, what does that involve? And she told me, and I was like, oh yeah, that's easy peasy. Like, let's go ahead and knock that out. Like let's delay the inevitable as far as we need to. Um, mm. But yeah, like I am, I, I am okay. Like the, there is still a hell world. Um, although we didn't really talk about this, but like I can go Biden 2020 oh, yeah. uh, Trump's out. Yeah, the, yeah, Trump's out. It's a little bit like he's he doesn't think he's out, and I go back and forth on how much I worry about that. You know, just because it's like that guy has no scruples, yeah. uh, and the people he's surrounding with have no principles or anything either. So I just worry that some kind of bullshit is uh, is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, other than that, I'm doing okay um, with that. I was very happy that he's sad. Yes, you know, there, there's an Onion headline about it where it's like news of trump defeat quickly soured by news of biden victory yeah yeah absolutely um you know i'd feel a little bit like that but honestly like you know it'll get better i don't like joe biden very much but it will get better yeah i think that Um, it could be it could be dramatically worse he could have won like unconditionally won um dude yeah and i just i couldn't the the thing with me is like i'd have to retire from online because i couldn't handle the takes yeah 
there are no mute filters strong enough to like stop people from like showing me gloating assholes uh gloating about just like absolutely miserable stuff it um you know I, I, and and that's still there like that's the worst part is like you just don't see that like as bad it, because you know biden happened to win um i had that weird feeling that you described uh all during the weekend of just like once it became like once once the win was in sight and it became possible like that was the point that mm-hmm. i was really fucked up about it because like i had being surrounded by Trump people down here, man, like it's a whole different fucking world. It feels like, cause it's just, you hear people and see people post on Facebook that are your friends and family. And they are just oh, so hardcore into this dude that it's just fucking scary. And people like, mm-hmm. I've known people for, you know, 20 or 30 years. And now all of a sudden they're like fucking like they're cult. They're in a cult. They're in the Trump cult. And yeah. it's just, it's so horrifying. And I was really, really worried that the entire country would be like that. So like that, and then what happened to me was really weird when Biden started like approaching a win, I was like, oh shit, if he wins, like that's, that's going to be a fucking civil war. Like all of these people are going to jump with, up yeah, with guns yeah. and it's going to be, and like that still is possible maybe, who knows, but like, T- totally. but at least like yeah. we have it on paper as like a legit win, even though they're obviously trying to challenge that. So there was like some kind of thing I saw, there was like seven out of 10 Republicans polled, don't think the election was legitimate. Yeah. Or something that's like a terrifying number. <laughs> like that's just, I don't know, man. Uh, it it's a uh, it's it's still dumb and scary times. Um, and like the thing I keep thinking about is like all those people are not going to go away once this guy goes away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be awesome. Like he's going to not be president anymore. It's going to be sweet. He's going to be sad. Uh, but also those people who like him are still extant. Yeah. You know, and that seems like a problem. I don't know what to do about that problem, but that seems like something that's going to lead to bad things. Uh, so I don't know. It's a, it's just, uh, you know, as I get more sensitive, as I get older, um, it becomes harder. I will say the, to deal with that shit, the main takeaway, um, I was pretty miserable, uh, living in South Louisiana, driving around before the election and just seeing how many people had the Trump flags out, uh, because I think that's a super weird and creepy thing to do. And, uh, that Sunday, like going to the grocery store, I was like seeing all those same Trump flags and going, just kind of smiling and kind of cackling inwards of like, fuck your yeah. guy, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so that w- that's been like the main, like, obviously I'm, I'm, you know, America, rah, 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 and all that stuff. But like the main thing, it just completely improving my mental health, which just now when I see a Trump flag, I don't feel like it's, I'm in immediate doom mode. Right. Like, I feel like, there's yeah, yeah. A, I feel like, oh, I can laugh at this fucking idiot. So yeah maybe maybe that person will be embarrassed and hide their shame yeah maybe that person will put away their confederate flag you know mm-hmm. which would be good so yeah so i'm I'm still not like i i am relieved um i'm still like mildly worried about it because there's just some horse shit i'll feel a lot better once it's actually done i'm really worried that uh what will happen is that biden won't be able to do anything because of obstructionism and then he'll get blamed for it and then we're just going to get like you know other trump yeah in 2024 um but you know it is what it is yeah i'll take like, i'll take the, I, I, the small yeah. amount of like thing the small amount of like happiness and hope and possibility yeah that I, I can get right now. i'm not in any position to turn that shit down yeah and like you know the transition like, team like come and we're way off the fucking we need to get off of this eventually but like no no, no this is very related to uh the origin of death <laughs> i'm sure i guess i guess in a lot of ways <laughs> i guess if you really think about this metaphorically but it it is yeah. like as much as i'm like holding my nose and voting for joe biden it's nice to see like a transition team come out and be like this is our plan for covid like this these are the things that yeah, we want to put yeah. into place like just having a reasonable form of competency in the in the in the middle of a crisis i think was going to a, a huge amount of help for people's mental health so yeah that's going to make a big deal cuz it's not going good 
like almost every state is uncontrolled at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So bleh. dead girl. Um <laughs> dead girl. Um the uh so we got this cover, a little something for daddy. We got a new dead girl. Mm-hmm. Show me something in a new dead girl. And we're going to get uh, the origins. This character or this issue is kind of from her point of view. Like we're continuing the main plot and intercutting that with uh, flashbacks. Yes. Um, yeah. So to catch people up, we're going into space. Um, there's some government created mm-hmm. mutants that have taken a bunch of people hostage on a space station. The uh, X-Force has been assigned to go up there and lose the fight so that the CIA can come in and win it, um, thus saving them some some face and uh, basically allowing the pharmaceutical companies that are supermatic guy for uh, letting a child go that they was going to experiment on and develop drugs with. Um, they basically forgive them and that's all going to be covered over. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're heading into space and, uh, there's a bunch of cameras in everybody's face, uh, and like asking a bunch of questions and guys just like, Hey, actually just like, we just trying to save the thing. Like, let, let me go do this and I will come yeah, back yeah. and answer all these bullshit questions. Ask out our name then, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it starts this kind of little bit of, uh, you go girl and anarchist trying to talk to dead girl to figure out which one's going to die. Um, you know, and, uh, she, you know, she says the dark forces of the other side are not to be tampered with lightly. Uh, and then we get her internal narration where she's like, I give her my, my deluxe stare and I can do that without smiling now. You know, she is not, uh, this creepy, creepy person, uh, that she pretended to be. She's just having, having a laugh, uh, as they say, uh, in the, are you having a laugh, uh, TV show? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That sounds like a British comedy um, sketch show or something. Are you having a laugh with me? <laughs> yeah. Um, she, uh, you go girl asked her to check in with uh, zeitgeist and uh, Mr. Sensitive overhears this gets frustrated uh, and you go girl and anarchist kind of conspire and they're just like, you know, uh, once she's part of the team, she'll want to tell us which one will die. Also, let's make sure we know what the team name is going to be before the bookies. Yeah. Um, you know, and anarchist like, isn't that insider trading? And she's like, yep. <laughs> Don't tell guy. 100%. Um, <laughs> I really like that. Uh, um, th- most of these, I think most comics, when they introduce a new character, would immediately have her go through a showcase of her powers. And, like, she just shows mm-hmm. up. We know that she's dead and she come out of it, came out of a cemetery. Yeah. But, like, we have no idea what her powers actually are. And, obviously, like, the very first thing, if, like, oh, you commune with the dead, like, she rules that out immediately. So, for me, coming in this kind of blind, I was like, what the fuck does this chick, does she shoot dead beams? Like, what, what, what does she do? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of all of the above. Like, it's really ill-defined in a way that is actually kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, to me, like I, I, you know, this is a, this is a core character. Like this is, you know, the fourth core character really that we're being introduced to in the team. You know, we have the spike and fat and vivisector, which are kind of minor ecstatics. Uh, dead girl is kind of a major ecstatics. Um, she flashes back to her origin where she remembers, um, you know, going to New York, like she wanted to be alive, the livest city in the world. She wanted to act and basically, uh, got killed by a serial killer. Um, you know, an actor, uh, you know, who comes and chokes her. And kills her um, in this flashback. And buries her body in a cemetery, um, thinking that he's super clever, because why would you go looking for a dead body in a cemetery? Yep. Uh, yeah. And and she she contacts the dead. Like, she's able to use... This is when her mutant powers uh, manifest. And the dead uh, kind of influence him to go check and make sure she's dead. So he goes back to the tombstone, and uh, she kills him. And there's, like, this thing after the end, and she kills him, where she's like, I made a mattress out of his bones. Dope. You know, it's dark stuff. Like I really like Dead Girl. This is one of my my favorite characters in this uh, in this book. Um, they're at the space station trying to get close enough to where you go, girl can uh, teleport in, 
And the spike notices Miles and uh, Billy Bob holding hands and shoots a spike between them with the sound effect FUD, mm-hmm. which I really like. <laughs> FUD. <laughs> um, you know, and this is this is his like this is the development of that plot. Um, you know, he's like, I've had enough of your simper and like what's going on. Um, you know, who am I supposed to fight with? Uh, you know, he is uh, he is a homophobe. Mm-hmm. And Vivisector is like, we're going to wait to tell you about this. Um, but me and Billy Bob have feelings for each other. We're not sure what it means, but we, you know, we're gay. Like we're a couple. Um, and fat is regretting this. Like, he's like, I don't know if this is such a good idea. Um, you know, there, there's all this infighting, uh, here. Um, you know, the spike starts like, uh, protesting, you know, you're a couple and he's going to throw a slur out and guy cuts him off, like karate chops his neck yeah, uh, to stop him from continuing the sentence. And you know, Spike is obviously worried about like how this is going to play out on the battlefield, but then also, you know, Guy's relationship with Edie is brought up, and like they also have special feelings and just been spending special time with one another. Um, and at this point, Dead Girl is like, "So we're gonna you you really plan on actually losing to all of these people?" And he's like, "Plan on it." Like, I don't think that we're gonna in yeah. competition to win. Like, all of their all they're doing is yelling at each other. Um, yeah, like the team is fractured as a unit. Yeah. You know um you know she's like he's like you don't have to worry you're already dead um we cut over to them uh with the people on the space station the crew like the space station that was supposed to train the bush rangers mm-hmm. um and they're incredibly celebratory you know they're like oh you know we thought the world had forgotten about us can you uh can you make out this autograph to my son he has all the x-force trading cards you know uh and they're like do you know where the aliens are and she's like maybe somewhere in the space station uh, as they head off and then we see you know the camera sticks with them as x-force heads off and they are shapeshifters they are the aliens yeah. and we should mention that our perspective changes here uh now we're like all the variation is coming from anarchist this time as opposed to dead girl yeah <clears throat> yeah um yeah um so we uh we get them uh kind of running off mm-hmm. um and kind of splitting up to look for the aliens um guy and Edie are kind of talking about the thing where he, you know she dropped zeitgeist whether she's not over her ex and uh the anarchist or uh, mr sensitive is like wait there's something weird about how they were they're like a tension around the joints maybe they weren't you know actually the hostages and he's like what's the problem with mutants you never know where you are with them they head back to where these uh these aliens the bush rangers have uh attacked uh the remainder of the team mm-hmm. Um, Spike, uh, the anarchist and dead girl. And they are, they are um, being attacked. Like these, these guys all have mutant powers or shooting beams. They all look kind of the same because, you know, government issue, I guess. Um, but very quickly, uh, like dead girl ends up, um, or excuse me, Spike and, um, anarchists. Anarchist. Yeah. They, they start kind of getting into that normal, like competitive nature where they're, uh, they're, they're, tr- they're basically infighting while they're trying to have all of these fights. Uh, and yeah. the, the Bush Rangers are like, Hey, you guys are black. We saw the press conference. Like you're the, the coconut, whatever. I can't even remember what he called him now, but the captain, captain coconut. coconut. And they yeah. basically start calling him out the same way that the spike has been calling anarchists out and saying that he's not black enough. And this actually like works yeah. on the spikes to the point where the spike joins the other team for a little while. Yep. Yeah. And he's, he's just like, you know, they're, they're, they're playing this card with them. Like, you know, uh, the anarchist is saying like, Oh, they're like death row. Like they're killers. And he's like, yeah, but we were tried and convicted by a racist system. I'm um, here. 
So they immediately try to kill the anarchist here and dead girl dives in front and saves him. Um, and there's this great like panel here where like one of the bush rangers like respect man you did the right thing to the spike and the spike bumps fist with him but he looks really sad because there's the the corpse of dead girl <laughs> I, on the ground smoldering i don't think that there's anything more satisfying to see than like somebody very sadly bumping a fist <laughs> like it's, it's, it's a very funny action to do depressed it's just really really <laughs> give good. me something in a slow fist bump because like it's really hard um, to resist like if you were actually like super sad about something and like somebody came over and offered you a fist bump like you wouldn't say no like you wouldn't leave them hanging no. like you would do it but like you would it's still not gonna make you feel any better though so it's just really great all around i think yeah it's a really really good uh visual like conveying the emotion through art yeah here um this little this little plot with the spike how this uh this handles with the race politics and stuff is something that i think that like i like how mike raw already does this but again i would love to find an essay from somebody who had more skin in the game yeah like i think this is a cool story you know it is obviously true that there can be people who are people of color who are also sociopaths Mm -hmm. you know like just because there is a racist justice system doesn't mean that's impossible you know and that's who these guys happen to be like i don't feel like this is a specifically conservative like take that these people who were murderers uh after they're experimented on turned into mutants are still murderers you know um and the how, how all this stuff plays out with a spike i think is really interesting i do too yeah. over these next couple issues yeah. um as spike and Edie are kind of walking back to try to figure out uh what's going on they are attacked by the bush rangers um mr sensitive and Edie. yeah sorry um yeah no, it's and right. it's time for you know they're just going to do like a normal fight scene where they're just kicking people uh and all the same time like Edie is like you cannot possibly be jealous of my my ex like he's dead and he's like well that makes it even worse and she's like how do you how what what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> and again i just love this like dumbass relationship stuff happening in the midst of a fight it's good stuff i like how uh, mr sensitive's move in combat is to turn people's heads around yeah he really casually casually does it while saying how can you compete with that dead lover <laughs> like Crack. just while snapping a neck backwards <laughs> and then the next thing she gets hit and he's cr- like he's stomping out a guy's head mm-hmm. while going Edie. <laughs> like just these action poses uh somebody in the slack was talking about oh mike allred's uh action thing like everyone seems like they're floating in space mm-hmm. it works for me so fucking well me too. yeah i understand it not being kinetic for enough for people like it's not conveying enough movement but I don't care. Like I, I, I think that it just looks cool. Yeah, it's one of those things where the uh, art just wins me over, and I don't, I don't necessarily care about all of the technical stuff, right? Like it, I think it just looks cool and it looks fun. So, yeah. Uh, as uh, Edie, you know, gets zapped and she's on the ground, uh, Tyke comes in. He's like, "Is she hurt?" And he says, "You know, I don't know. Maybe." And it's like, "Oh, she looks pretty cute, like that, all limp and vulnerable." Um, that's not in character. And he's like, you know, he's like, "What? What are you talking about? Watch her while I watch my back while I check her over." And he's like, I'll watch your back. Of course, this is an alien because they can shapeshift. Uh, Mr. Sensitive notices it and breaks his neck. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, that's sneaky. And then I love the anarchist popping in and being like, and illegal. <laughs> the use of my image is protected under copyright law. <laughs> like, exclamation point. Like, imagine the anarchist and mystique m- meeting, right? He's like, I'm going to see yeah, you. And yeah. mystique, like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, can- I'm in the brotherhood of evil. Like, what the fuck have you done? <laughs> um. So he he pops up. This is the real uh, anarchist, and he's like, maybe it'd be good if she did die because that would solve the question. Yeah, it would take the heat off us. Like no one has died yet. If she died, maybe it'd be okay. And my sense of like, if I had a choice, you know, I'd rather die. And if you talk like that, I'll break your fucking neck. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's not having it, uh, and then get locked in this airlock. At this point, um, you think they're trapped, but dead girl. We kind of see the first showing of her powers is that she is immortal. 
um, she got you know blasted apart and she reconstitutes herself. God, I love this, Gary. This is so good. Like just these, the, yeah, the art is really good. Just here. the floating, like yeah. all of this floating, the goo coalescing into a a woman and her like outfit is still the same. Like it's so good, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just I absolutely yeah. love it. Um, and that's over narration of of you know type telling guy that she you know died for him that she took a bullet for him and then she just shows up immediately after that <laughs> and mm-hmm. and he's you know tyke is all about this he's like how many times are you going to save my sorry but like that's the second time today um so very yeah. good stuff yeah uh so they're they're saved you know they're not going to run out of oxygen um and she answers this and she kind of breaks down like she's like i don't know like i don't know anything i don't know if you're going to die i don't know if i'm in touch with the spirits i don't know if i'm alive or dead um, I'm not sure who I was. Was I even an actress? Was that a lie? You know, like she's scared of, uh, you know, everyone else dying and her just being here alone. Like she can't die, but she could still be stuck on a spaceship. Yeah. You know, you'll die and your corpses will blow and explode and I'll just be here in the darkness forever. And then, uh, as she's saying this and like, everyone's kind of reeling from it. Uh, Edie wakes up and she says, I've got it. I know what we should name ourselves. We should call ourselves the X-Men <laughs> and then immediately passes yeah. back out again. <laughs> super good um and that's the that's the ending i'd forgotten how much i love this arc Mm -hmm. um there's there's one more issue we're going to cover in this session and then it wraps up over the next two um it's really good like it's really rich um there's a lot going on and just tons of characterization stuff like i mentioned i like the stuff that happens with spike um i love all of the like i love the introduction of dead girl i think you get like an idea of her voice Mm -hmm. kind of immediately um and i like this i'm here for this messy relationship drama shit yeah absolutely that's happening Like it's retro, not just in, in, you know, the art and the combat and stuff, but even just that, like, you know, it calls back to like old romance comics almost like, Oh, you think that I still hold a candle for my ex punch, you know, is, is very, uh, very old, uh, very old school in a way that I really like. It's, it's really good. And like, like you, like the introduction of dead girl in this, and again, like coming from someone who just went to ecstatics number one to begin with and like not Mm -hmm. knowing any idea who any of these characters were but like kind of being drawn to dead girl because she just seemed weird like getting the introduction here of like oh no that's that's her thing she's just she's a dead girl that can't die like that's so fucking cool man like i and it's Mm -hmm. and just having the weird kind of wavery voice and also like oh i can definitely speak to dead people but you know it's dangerous actually i can't speak to dead people whatsoever but maybe i kind of can i just can't do it on command uh it's really like i love the the vagueness of that like i really really like it the, the idea of like dying and then coming back as a mutant and not knowing exactly what you can do yeah. and not knowing which memories of yours is really cool and scary. Um, this is like a little bit of a spoiler, but like dead girl, you know, ends up, there's a mini series. It's a, it's only a spoiler if you, you don't know that, but she like does a Dr. Strange mini series after this, mm-hmm. uh, after this book, like she continues. Um, and I think she's a really cool character. Like even if we don't end up covering it for the show, I'm going to reread, um, that Dr. Strange dead girl mini series because I do, I really love that character. She's neat. She's neat. And I like her. Um, mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. like this podcast and you think it's neat, you should go to patreon.com slash TV and patronize us. Give us some money. Give us some cash. Um, you get mm-hmm. all kinds of benefits in exchange. You get uh, a lot of exclusive content. Um, you get episodes early. You get access to the Slack channel so you can come and hang out with people who say that Mike Allred's art is bad. Um, even And you can tell them how wrong they are. <laughs> Just kidding. Nobody's actually yeah. said that. C- c- come back us up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, this is a weird point for me in the network where I'm consistently warmer on the stuff we're covering than the people in the Slack are. 
<laughs> between this and Venture Brothers, like I'm just like, this is great. And then like everyone's like, I don't know. Uh and, and like I'm like, yeah, Xanax is awesome. This art is wonderful. And people are like, I don't know. And that's fine. Uh but it, it's unusual because it's usually the opposite. Like I'm usually the guy that's like, yeah, Metroid Prime sucks balls. And then people are like, How dare you? I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> So, so i don't think the people so in the slack like, threaten death that's all that's just the people online so that's just people on twitter yeah, yeah. but but it's, it's 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 so opposite of my experience where i like i'm glowing about things that people are cranky about yeah. so it's an interesting time come participate in it yeah come hang out everybody uh patreon.com slash may you slack an interesting time tv and uh <laughs> yeah we'll be back in a couple of days with more x-force see you guys